Sepsis, or the infection causing sepsis, starts before a patient goes to the hospital in nearly 87% of cases. Sepsis is a medical emergency. If you or your loved one has an infection that's not getting better or is getting worse, act fast. Get medical care immediately. Ask your healthcare professional, could this infection be leading to sepsis? And if you should go to the emergency room, learn more at cdc.gov sepsis. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Let's Fix Work. I'm Lori Rudiman. Welcome to Commercial Free Summertime. I'm so excited to bring you long-form content, uninterrupted, no commercials, because I love you and I miss you and I wonder how you're doing. Where have you been all summer long? You haven't called, you haven't texted. And frankly, I just want to know that you're in a good place. So feel free to reach out to me. Hit me up at hello at letsfixwork.com. Better yet, head on over to iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and make sure you are subscribed to this podcast. And if you're so inclined and you want to make it up to me for not calling or writing or texting, feel free to leave me a five-star review. Work is broken. And so is the way you think about it. Host Lori Rudiman is picking up the pieces so you can take control of your career, put yourself first, and be your own HR. With the Let's Fix Work podcast, here's Lori. Today's show is a good one. Well, I can't overpromise that because it's with me. I am bringing you this episode without a sponsor and with me as a guest because I've got some things to say about the world of human resources. I am super guilty of telling people that in order to fix work, they need to put themselves first take control of their career and be their own HR without fully explaining what human resources is. Now, please don't black out. Please don't roll your eyes. Please don't change the channel. But we're going to talk a little bit today about the definition of human resources and why it matters. If you hate your job and you feel backed into a corner and you don't have anybody to talk to, whether human resources exists in your organization or not, the best thing you can do is to be your own advocate, to be your own agent, and to embody the best of human resources to fix your situation and get yourself into a better position in your life and in your career. So I guess it makes sense to start off with a very basic definition of human resources. But first, a caveat. I could say that human resources professionals are born of angels and do the work of saints. And there's going to be some jackwad on the internet who no buts me. No, but she's wrong. No, but this. No, but that. And this dude, I can guarantee you, does not even work in the world of human resources or recruiting or talent or anything. He's just some jerk who's on Twitter and has an opinion. And I know that guy because sometimes that guy is me. I'm not a guy, but I like to argue about things I don't know anything about, like some politics in foreign countries or design. Like I'm always on the internet picking on people with different ideas, even though I'm not a domain expert in their field, because that's the fun of the internet. So if you have a definition of human resources that differs from mine, that's cool. I don't really care. But if you want to talk about it, don't forget, you can hit me up at hello at letsfixwork.com. All right, enough stalling. Here is my definition of human resources. The best HR departments must be staffed by talent-focused individuals who are experts in four quadrants. The first is hiring, the second is onboarding, the third is the daily employee experience, and the fourth is the way people exit an organization. All right, let me repeat that for those in the back. HR needs to be experts at hiring, onboarding, employee experience, and 
exits. We must be talent-focused individuals who put the employee first. The employee first. Did you hear me? The employee goes first in all of this, not the company. The employee goes first in hiring, onboarding, employee experience, and the way an employee leaves an organization. Now, you're like, duh, Lori, calm down. That's not even that good of a definition. And you are wrong. That's an excellent definition. If HR nailed all four of those quadrants, oh my God, people would love us. Moreover, people would fight to work in the world of human resources because it would be fun, it would be interesting, and it would move the needle on the business in a way that's more impactful than sales and marketing. If we built a function that paid people fairly and hired them on time and then onboarded them so that they loved their job or at least knew what the job was all about in the first 90 days, and then we gave them regular coaching and feedback on how to communicate on a human-to-human level, and then if they find another opportunity either within the organization or outside of the organization, we help them make the most of that jump. Oh my God, HR would be the best thing since sliced bread. Instead, we suck. All right, not all of us, not you, the person who's going to give me a five-star review, not you at all. You don't suck. You're awesome. But your colleagues suck. Your colleagues hate recruiting. If I meet one more human resources professional who tells me how much they hate recruiting, I'm going to be like, what's up? Do you even work in HR? You don't. And if I meet another person who tells me, oh yeah, we've nailed onboarding because we've got technology, I am going to barf all over that person. You do not nail onboarding through technology. You nail onboarding by creating a concierge-like experience where for the days and weeks leading up to the first day of employment and the 90 days thereafter, you are in regular communication with someone about what they think and how they feel. Moreover, onboarding, when done right, leads into a smart, core employee experience where people understand that they work in a safe, secure, and inclusive environment where they can give and receive feedback. And if they suck at it, we help them communicate to their colleagues and to their peers and to their supervisors. Like we are experts in communication. When the annual review rolls around and those micro moments throughout the year, we don't just focus on deficiencies, but we also focus on moments of recognition. We're also clear about growth, benefits, development, all the good stuff that comes in the world of human resources that we often give to specialists and consultants. We got to grab that and pull that right back into HR because that's the good stuff that makes the employee experience so awesome. And when someone decides to leave the organization, we don't act like the door can hit them on the ass on the way out. We celebrate them for running their lives like a business. We celebrate them for being capitalists, for Christ's sake, and we say, good for you. You found a better opportunity. You're moving on to greener pastures. What can we learn from this experience that we've had with you? You approach the exit process with humility. And if you need to lay somebody off, the conversation isn't, I'm sorry, today's your last day of work. Here's your information about Cobra and blah, blah, blah. The conversation is, we failed. We fucked up. We didn't calculate the growth of the business like we should have calculated. We made some missteps. We were overconfident. We overforecasted. We underdelivered. Whatever it is, and we're very sorry. And because of that, we're going to make the transition, which is going to be painful, as painless as possible. But we're going to own it. We're going to help you, whether it's through training or outplacement or just giving you a big fat check like we're going to give to our executives who are about to lay off. We're going to take care of you because we recognize your humanity. 
My definition of human resources may seem simplistic to people who have complicated data models and have their PhDs in organizational effectiveness and teach at Stanford or teach at University of Michigan or Michigan State. But I really don't give a shit about those people because those people are not in the trenches doing the work. You listen to human resources because you work in HR or recruiting or an adjacent field, or you're an executive or a leader or a manager, and you want to fix work because it just sucks for you and the people who work for you. 36% of leaders are engaged. That's it. The rest of them hate their job just as much as the rank and file employees. And I know you're listening to Let's Fix Work because you believe that as my dear friend Dan Cockrell said on this podcast, and I've been espousing for years, there is no leadership without self-leadership. That's it. You want to fix work? You got to fix it for yourself. So if you are currently not receiving those HR services that I just described to you, and you work in human resources, and you have some say in the process, get to work. Fix human resources. Fix it for the people who work for you and fix it for yourself. If you're one of the managers or executive leaders who listens to me because you work with a bunch of HR people and they suck and you hate them and you've worked with me in the past or you know me and you've said things like, Lori, I love working with you. You're not like all the other HR professionals. I have something to tell you. I'm exactly like every other HR lady out there. You don't even know, except I don't have anything to lose. And so I'm here to tell you that if you work with a bunch of HR people who are not getting the job done, it's time for you to take matters in your own hands and do a little bit of HR yourself. Finally, if you're an employee and you're struggling with your career, I am here for you. This is exactly why I started Let's Fix Work. And my advice still stands. You need to put yourself first, run your life like a business, take control of your career and just dump the learn helplessness and be your own HR. That means being your own talent agent, focusing your efforts on making sure your experiences in hiring, onboarding, your daily employee experience, and the way you exit an organization is awesome. And if it's not awesome, if you don't feel like you can go on the internet and learn some tools, learn some skills to fix it, come to me. I will teach you the ways of human resources, and I can pretty much guarantee that you're going to apply for a job in HR after working with me. Every day I wake up and go to my email inbox and I'm flooded by messages from people who are just struggling, struggling at work, including leaders, especially leaders. And I'm here to tell you that if you don't fix work, there is no cavalry coming. It's going to suck. And if you quit your job and move on to the next job, you're going to bring all those problems with you to the new job. It starts with you. So dive in, go into one of those four quadrants in HR, whether it's hiring, onboarding, the daily employee experience, or the way people exit, and get curious, experiment, look around, see if there's a way that you can improve those experiences for yourself or one other person. I promise you that effort is worthwhile. Hope you learned a little something about human resources, the world of work, and how to approach it differently. I would welcome you to go to lauriruderman.com forward slash let's fix work dash 72. And if you give me your email address, we're going to give you a wonderful PDF with key takeaways from today's episode that you can hang at your cubicle, passive aggressively give to someone at work, whatever you want to do with it. That key takeaway document is so helpful, so useful. We've had some great feedback on it, and I would love to be able to offer that resource to you. This very candid, totally unscripted, 
and largely high-energy episode of Let's Fix Work was produced by Danny Osmond of Emerald City Productions. If you're interested in podcasting, and I know you are, hit him up at Emerald City Productions. He will hook you up and make your podcast sound awesome. Now that's all for today, and I hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time on Let's Fix Work. If you're ready to make a real change in your workplace, start today by number one, subscribing to Let's Fix Work on the Apple Podcasts app or iTunes or Stitcher or Android or wherever you listen. Number two, write a five-star rating and review. And number three, share it with a friend, colleague, or coworker who you think would enjoy our episodes.